Hello, and welcome to the Tea with Tresetta podcast. I invite you to join me each week where I'll share the training, encouragement, and answers you need to be successful in your purpose, as well as interview some awesome women of faith walking fully in their God-given purpose through entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Tresetta Alexander, faith-based business coach and founder of Sister Spotters. I believe you can be wildly successful without competing or compromising your beliefs. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Tea with Trisetta podcast. I'm your host, Trisetta Alexander, and this week's episode, I sit down with Angelique Lassiter, the CEO of Corporate Countdown. And we get into a great conversation about the two major challenges people face when considering entrepreneurship, which is fear and time. I promise you, you don't want to miss this episode. It was a really great conversation. And I want to share with you a little bit more about who Angelique is. Um, Like I said, she is the CEO of Corporate Countdown. She's also a cum laude UCLA graduate with a BA in mass communications. Um, Her first jobs out of college were at Fox and at Disney, and she quickly learned that corporate America was just not a good fit for her. So she dove feet first into real estate financing. Um, Unfortunately, when the real estate market crashed during the recession, she made the move back to corporate America, but still in real estate financing. And time and time, or excuse me, time after time, her and her coworkers would talk and dream about getting out of their desk jobs, but just really had no clue how to do that. They needed a proven system that they could follow and see results that would allow them to replace their income so that they could spend more time with their kids and spouses instead of giving the best hours of their day to someone else's dream. They wanted to have a safe transition out so that there was no major interruptions in their income. And that's how Corporate Countdown got started. So stay tuned. Keep listening for uh, this awesome conversation that I had with Angelique. But before we dive in to the episode or to the interview, I want to remind you that the Kingdom Girls Rock Conference is just a few weeks away. It's April, Friday, April 3rd, and Saturday, April 4th. On Friday, we are having our night of worship, which is free and open to the public. Um, And then on Saturday is the actual conference sessions. Um, Tickets are still available. We have a few tickets still available. So I encourage you to run on over to kingdomgirlsrockconference.com to grab your ticket for that amazing event. I'm also co-hosting the Women of Influaction Conference Series, Tallahassee Edition, the weekend prior to Kingdom Girls Rock. That's actually going to be on March the 27th. And until Sunday... March 15th, 
you can get a combo ticket to attend both the Kingdom Girls Rock Conference and Women of Influ Action Conference for just $75. That saves you a total of $20 off of um, if you were to purchase those tickets separately. So you can learn more about the Women of Influ Action Conference here in Tallahassee, as well as this is a conference series. So we're going to Las Vegas, Houston, San Diego. Um, we're traveling all over the U.S. with this conference series, and you can learn more about that at influaction.com. I'll have the links to this in the show notes because I know Influ Action is not necessarily a word that you have heard before. So head on. Um, if you're interested in getting more information about either event, um, just grab the links and check out the show notes. The links will be there. And without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into my interview with Angelique Lassiter. Hey there, Purpose Pursuers. Welcome back to another episode of the Tea with Tresetta podcast. Tonight, I am sitting down with Angelique Lassiter, the CEO of Corporate Countdown. Welcome to the show, Angelique. Man, thank you. I'm excited. I'm like, we're live. This is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a good time. I know we are because we have so much in common. And um, so I know this is going to be good. This is going to be good. This is going to be good. All right. Let's see here. Um, I like to start the show off with what I call rapid fire questions. And I promise you that they are painless. um, But it just gives the audience an opportunity to get to know you a little better right off the bat. And if anything interesting comes up, then we'll circle back around to it um, in the main segment of the podcast. So how's that sound to you? All right, bring it on. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's All go. right. All right. <laughs> I'll start off real easy for you. Where did you grow up? So originally I am from Washington, D.C. in the Maryland area, Virginia. So the DMV, if anybody out there is from the DMV, uh, I represent for you just a tad bit. Um, (laughs) But really, at seven, my mom and I uh, moved all the way to Los Angeles, and I have been in L.A. ever since. (laughs) So that's where you live now. You're in the great city of Los Angeles. Los Angeles, yes. So I am in L.A. and... um, I like it here. I like it. A lot of people, you know, they're a little iffy about LA, but I, uh, I'm one of those ones. I'm like, no, it, it works for me. I love everywhere else in the U.S. Don't get me wrong, but LA is home. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So, you know, this is the Tea with Tresetta podcast. And tonight I am drinking, y'all know I got to share with you tonight. I'm drinking, um, it's not sleepy time, sweet dreams, Bigelow sweet dreams, because I will be going to bed after this interview and so I didn't want to drink anything to get me hyped up because I had a long day and I'm kind of tired so tonight I am drinking Sweet Dreams by Bigelow so that leads me to ask you Angelique which one is it coffee or tea what's your fave oh okay so I only drink water I am like a (laughs) that's cool I own, and it's been like that since I was in my 20s. I read an article one time 
all about water and how it was good for it. Anyway, I only drink, I, that's it. That's it for me. So I'm a water drinker. So if I had to drink one, it would have to be tea just because. It's uh, the water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I couldn't drink coffee if I wanted to. I don't like the taste at all. So at least tea has some flavor. So I'll say tea. Okay. Well, you're not, you're not alone. You're in good company. I've had several um, people, guests on the podcast who are water only people. So I have nothing okay. against water. I keep, look, I keep my right. water. <laughs> I'm a water girl. I'm a water or tea, but I do like my Starbucks. So we're not going, okay, nothing wrong we're not going down. We're not going down my coffee. So. Nope, not at all. I, <laughs> I know people are all about their caffeine and that coffee taste. It just, in college, I used to try to drink that. It never kept me awake. So it was not, I had no need. I didn't like the taste and it didn't keep me up during finals. So <laughs> I, I was like, no, nope, coffee's not for me. Uh, my mom drinks coffee. Everybody else drinks coffee in my family but me. <laughs> well, that's all right. It's dare to be different, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> all right. So what's your favorite pastime? Favorite pastime? That's a good one. Uh, I love going to different restaurants. Like, that is my thing. Like, anytime a new restaurant opens up in L.A., I try to go. Or a lounge. That, that's really my thing. Like, I like to try the new hotspots. So that, that is my favorite pastime. Um, right now at least okay um so what book besides the bible what book has had the greatest impact on your life Ooh, the greatest imp the greatest impact on my life oh that's a good one um, <laughs> i am going to have to say uh the only thing that comes to my mind right now is i read the book a couple years ago about misty copeland the ballerina, the black ballerina. And for whatever reason, it really resonated with me. Like I was telling everybody, like, you need to read this book. Um, it was just that, that, that tale, to, like that, I, it resonated with me just because I grew up with a single mom. I know what that struggle is like and how she just rose to the occasion. It just made me feel at home. Like it was like, oh, this is my story too. So I don't know if it's had the greatest impact on me, but it impacted me in that moment in time. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Um, last one, what is your superpower? My superpower is listening. So okay. I'm really good at listening and keeping secrets. Like my friends will all say, like, if you have a secret and you need it to go to the grave, but you have to tell somebody, you can tell Angelique, because I am like a vault. But honestly, <laughs> just listening, like really being able to listen to people and not always having to give my commentary on the situation unless they ask for it. But just being like a, a sounding board, like somebody you can really just come to and talk to. Um, and if you, like I said, if you want advice, I have it for you. But if you just need someone to listen to you or listen to your story, I got you covered. You know what? I, t I knew that we were going to have a good time because I am <laughs> the secret keeper too, right? I, too. <laughs> I, ca I, call my, I call myself the vault. <laughs> I, I, that's crazy. Okay. I, that's Wow, I never heard anybody else say that. That's funny. Yes, <laughs> I call myself the vault because I am the okay. secret keeper. I am the one that everyone comes to with their secrets. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's go ahead and dive in. But before we do, why don't you share with everyone a little bit about yourself and your business, what you do? Okay, yeah. So I told you guys I'm from originally from DC. So I do have some East Coast roots to me. I'm in LA now. Um, I went to UCLA and um, I have to say that I was a little disenchanted once I got out of college because I really studied my butt off because I thought I just knew this was my ticket out. Like I said, I grew up with a single mom and we kind of struggled financially. So this was my way out. Like 
get good grades in college and you will make six figures. And that did not happen, not even close. I made 28,000 at the first job and it was in corporate America and I did not like it. I, I did not like having to, I didn't like having to clock in. Like when you get in college, you come and go as you please. I didn't like that. We had to tell people if we wanted to take like a doctor's appointment, like go to a doctor. Like all this stuff was just like, are you serious? Like, so I knew from day one uh, that I wasn't going to make it in corporate America. But needless to say, I ended up being in corporate America for a long time um, just because that's just what it was. But that's my background story. Got out of UCLA. Like I said, went to corporate America, stayed in corporate America for a good amount of time. And then I, I transitioned into real estate. I love real estate. And I got into real estate. I was doing really, really well at that. And then the market crashed. (laughs) And so I had to go back to corporate America. And, you know, that was a a tough one. So needless to say, that is my backstory in the sense of like kind of where I came from. And then finally online, I found a way to get out of that nine to five. And so I'm so grateful for the online space because it allows me just a place to actually thrive and not have to have that ceiling over me all the time. And so I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I finally see the online space because for so long I didn't know anything about it or how to monetize it. Yeah. And, um, I, I can totally relate to what you're saying. You know, I, I work for a major university now, Mm -hmm. um, but I worked in corporate for a good while. I did the whole fortune 500 company thing. Um, and you know, downsizing because of IPOs and just, just all kinds of, all kinds of stuff. And even, um, and it's funny because I didn't think that I would stay in even the government, you know, university sector as long as I have, um, because Mm -hmm. it frustrated me, you know, as challenging as corporate America is and the private sector is going into government with all of the red tape and the bureaucracy that was, um, that has been quite an adjustment. I still haven't gotten used to it. Um, so what are, what are some of the challenges that your clients or people you face when it comes to trying to make that transition out of corporate into, you know, entrepreneurship or, you know, well, I don't know what else it would be if it's not corporate, (laughs) if it's not you're either going to be an entrepreneur or you're going to be, I guess, yeah. uh, a housewife or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. Very yeah. well, very rich. <laughs> maybe. maybe. Um, so I'm so glad you asked me that because the biggest issue I would have to say is just fear. It is mm-hmm. really just this fear that you're going to, you know, get out and be an entrepreneur. You're going to go flat broke. You're going to go homeless and you're going to die. Like this is like that. <laughs> And it's like, you guys, it's, that's not going to happen. It's not ever going to happen. And the greatest thing is if you have a coach helping you out with that, they would never allow for that. But the greatest thing about the online space is, to your point, like you can do it in the background of having your own job. Yeah. So you start generating money. You start generating a consistent money you know, stream of income for five, six, seven months. Now you've been doing this part time. You've been making five or six thousand dollars a month consistently. Okay, you have proof of concept now. You can now depart that job right. because you've proven part time you can make this amount. So how how much more could you make if you put your full strength towards it? Strength towards it. So that's why I always like to counsel people like your fear is valid, 
but I've got a trick for that. We are gonna make sure you're making money in the online space or whatever you're doing before we even think about you quitting your job. And so I think that's the biggest hurdle. People just think it's gonna fall apart and they're gonna, you know, like I said, be homeless and die. And <laughs> it's just, it's, we would never right. allow for that. So that's the main one. Other people, a lot of times say, I don't have any time. You know, like I've got, you know, I've got three kids. I have a spouse, I have a full-time job where in the world, you know, I'm already, I already don't have any time. Like where in the world could I find time to do anything else? And so um, I do like to tell people like there's 24 hours. And even if you give eight to, you know, your job and eight to sleeping, there's still eight hours available. And so let's carve out. Yes. Have your family time. Yes. Go to the recitals, do everything you have to do, but maybe you can find it hour or two every day to put towards your future fortune so those are two of the main ones fear and I don't have any time yeah um I I totally agree with you and um one of the things that I preach because I I am a faith-based business and productivity coach um because I just I just love all things productivity I'm a like productivity (laughs) geek systems processes automations Ah. um efficiency all that that yeah that is my jam And so that is one of the things that I tell my clients all the time is take, like, even if it's just 30 minutes, you can find 30 minutes every day to do something. Or even if it's not 30 minutes, do one thing. Pick pick one thing that you can do today that's going to move you forward in your business. So if you, you know, you can't do an hour, you can't do 30 minutes, find one thing that you can do. Yeah. Before you go to bed. Yeah. Before you go to bed. In fact, right before, right before we hopped on, I did a Facebook live on my um, business page talking about how to, how to get up earlier. Some, you know, sharing some tips on how to get up earlier in the morning. Cause that's when I work on my business is I get up early and I get, because I'm freshest in the morning. And if I have to do it in the evening, sometimes I'm not going to feel like it. I'm going to be too tired. I'm going to be too burnt out from Mm -hmm. my day. So I give the best part of me to myself. I like that. I like right? that. So, you know, maybe you need to get up a little bit earlier. Yep. I totally so agree. That you can, so that you can work on it. So there, there's definitely um, ways to address the time issue. There's, definitely. There's a way to address every struggle. Every yeah. excuse yeah. that we give. Yeah. There's an answer. Yeah, it's an excuse. It's an excuse. Especially when we give eight hours of the best of our day to a job, you've got to be able to put an hour or 30 minutes or something towards yourself. Like, how could you not, uh, especially if you don't like where you're working right now? Right. And I think that's part of it is that where um, people aren't uncomfortable enough. Oh, right. Yeah, because you're getting a check every two weeks or every week, so. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're just, you know, they're just not uncomfortable enough. And so it's only when the point of discomfort becomes great enough for you to say enough is enough and make a change that we actually do. Um, So um, I know. You're right. You're totally right. I stayed at my job forever. I mean, I stayed at my job seven years and I wasn't really all that happy. Um, And who knows how long I would have stayed. It just uh, happened to be that I actually went to the doctor one time and they told me my blood pressure was up. And I was like, me? Like, are you kidding me? And she's like, I think you're stressed out. And I was like, again, me? Stressed out? I didn't even realize I was stressed out until I looked around. I was like, oh my gosh, I really, I'm so on edge. My shoulders are always like this. I didn't even realize it. Like, 
oh my gosh, I am stressed out. And when it comes to your health, I think that should not have to be what it takes. It should not have been what it took for me to get out of right. there, but it's kind of what took what it took. I was like, oh my gosh, my health is at risk. Like uh, for somebody else's dream again, I, I, I couldn't do it. But yeah, so hopefully everybody out there, take a, a, a page out of my book. Don't wait till it's your health at risk or anything like that. If you're not happy, figure out another path. That's it. Yeah, that, that's so true. And it, for me, um, it was my marriage. My husband gave me an ultimatum. He was like, either you get another job or you change your work habits. He's like, because he's like, I don't see you. Um, When I do see you, you're on your computer still working. And he's like, this is not working for me. And, um, and so I had to make it, you know, I had to make a decision. And I was miserable. So that made it even worse, right? So, so I was miserable on my job. And, you know, I did not want, you know, my, I didn't want to lose my best friend. So, yeah. Wow. That says a lot about him and about you. That's actually warms my heart, like a Valentine's Day special right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, you know what's funny is we actually met two days before Valentine's. So yeah, so we oh, celebrate cool. um, we celebrate the anniversary of when we met rather than by Valentine's Day. So oh, that's even better. That's kudos to you guys. I love that. I love love. I do love love. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, so we talked about um, how fear kind of gets in the way, and people you know use the excuse of time, um, and I know there we all have to overcome different challenges and struggles in order for us to actually step into what we feel called to do or to our purpose or to launch our business. So what are some, what are the things that you had to personally overcome in order to launch out in your business? Okay. Another great question. Um, my main thing was I had been so dependent, um, upon my managers and supervisors they, they were my go-to whenever I, had, I was always the, the employee who was always in my manager's office I always had a question I always needed help and I, I never was scared or what have you to reach out to them so the thought of me having to be on my own and try to figure out questions and things like that that scared me to death like if something happens in my business who am I gonna call who am I gonna talk to I've always gone to a manager like Anybody who, any manager would be like, Angelique is always in my office. Cause that, that, was, my, that was just my go-to. Like, I don't have to figure this out. I've got a manager. You figure it out. Like, you know, that was just my go-to. And because I was a hard worker, they didn't mind helping me. Cause they're like, okay, I, I see you trying. So not, that was something that really scared me. It kept me from even pursuing being an entrepreneur for the longest. And another thing, I just didn't know what to do. Like, I'm like, what can I do? Like, really, how could, what could I do a business at? I tried, I tried an MLM. I tried network marketing. I tried uh, writing a script with my friends. Uh, you know, we tried t-shirts. I tried looking into franchises. Like, I ran the gamut trying to get out of my nine to five, but either it took a lot of capital or there was a lot of risk involved or just the barrier to entry was so high that I just couldn't get in. So. Those are the two, me always wanting to go to my manager. And the second thing is that I really had no clue. And again, I had these blinders on in corporate America. Like, you know, my mom will always say that, that you just had these blinders on because the internet was going on all around me. <laughs> Duh. Like, but for some reason, 
when my my coworkers and I used to always sit down, like, what can we do? Like, what kind of restaurant can we open? Or what kind of comedic, you know, we're always trying to think of things. And duh, we're on Amazon every day, but didn't think like, oh, do something in the online space, duh. You know, like, so So those are my kind of the things that kind of kept me in my nine to five, uh, longer than I should have stayed there. You know, I think that that's actually very common. I know um, with, it's either they don't know what to do, people don't know what they want to do, or it's that they have a million ideas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. don't know how to narrow it down. Yeah. And so I can totally, I, I, I totally get that. I, for me, it's, um, it wasn't so much not the manager thing. Cause I, I've been a manager, you know, I okay. am a manager, right? So I've okay. worked in management for, oh my gosh, 25 years now. Um, wow. so that wasn't my thing, but the team having the team, having, you know, being an entrepreneur, um, or solopreneur, you know, I am, I am the team, right? <laughs> right. I, I am the team. I am IT. I am HR. I am like the CEO president. I'm the bookkeeper yeah. and, um, the cleaning crew. Right. Yeah. So like <laughs> I am, I, I am all of those things. And when, th when I get stuck, it's like, oh, well, who, like, who do I consult with? you know, at, on my nine to five, I have a team of people that I can go to, hey, or, you know, I can grab one of my um, colleagues or one of my employees. Um, we have this issue. Let's brainstorm this. Let's, let's talk this through. What can right. we do? And so for me, that's one of the biggest challenges um, yeah. for, you know, the entrepreneur life is, yeah. not, you know, is not having that team, but being in, you know, being in a coaching program or having an accountability partner or being in a lean in group, having some sort of support system is, I feel like critical to being able to not only launch, but be successful. Um, I agree. What are your thoughts? Oh, okay. <laughs> I totally agree. As far as coaching, I mean, I would, I would say that's, yeah, that, that is probably the best way to accelerate your success. I mean, a, a coach is going to shortcut, you know, this route that you think is this, 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 this. They're going to be like, no, just make a left and then a right. That's all you're going to do. Don't make a left, two rights and another U-turn. No, I got you. I've already been through this before. Yeah. I've already mapped this out for you. The system in place, just follow my system. Or, hey, I've seen that a million times. Don't go down that rabbit hole. Here, I've got you. <laughs> Whatever it is, a coach really can shortcut you to that success. and to your point, they are going to keep you accountable. So if you are serious about making it as an entrepreneur, you need a coach. You, I can't think of one sport where they play at the tippity-tippity top of all champions that they don't have a coach. They all have a coach. And then the coaches have a coach. So, you know, you just, it, it's, it's almost impossible to do it on your own. So I think that would be a great investment is to invest in a coach. If you only have a limited budget, yeah, go ahead and put some money into a coach. Yeah. You know what? That you said something that I had not ever thought about before, but you're right. Athletes have coaches. Like when you are um, talking about going to the Olympics or, you know, going to, uh, was it Wimbledon or any, you know, the, what's golf? Um, what's their big? PGA. Yeah. 
the Masters, the Masters yeah. Cup or whatever, right? So like the World Series, Super Bowl, like every one of those um, athletic avenues, they have, and most of the time, more than one coach. They don't just have yeah. one coach. They have a team of coaches to, yes. to advise them on all these different aspects. Each one has their own area of expertise. So in order for yeah. them to, to um, function or perform at their highest potential, right. they have coaches. Yep. Oh, yeah. I so, never thought about that before. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. So if we want to execute at the highest level, we want to be champions. Why wouldn't we be doing the same thing? We have to emulate the playbook that's already been um, set out before us. So that's for all of us to do, right? right. Even coaches have coaches. So, so there's true. always somebody who's done it better than you before you and can help you out. So yeah, I'm totally with you on that one. Coach yeah, is absolutely. absolutely. Um, I want to shift gears just a little bit. Um, how does your faith play a role in your business? Because it's all mindset, right? So every day when you, when you, when you're going into, you have challenges, you have, you know, some days things don't go so well. And it really is the only thing sometimes I have is my faith. Cause like you said, some days it's just me and that computer. And so, you know, I'm checking the computer, like, come on, Jesus, we need this to work. Like, <laughs> come on, Lord, like for real, I need help because I don't have, like I said, I don't have a manager. I don't want, you know, so I need, I need, I need intervention. I need help. Yes. And a lot of times I need ideas and where are those going to come from? But from, you know, from, from God, like, and like I said, it's mindset for me. So I really have to hone in a lot of times and be like, okay, you have to remember you can do all things through Christ. Like, remember that. Like, and yeah. um, I saw this thing from TD Jakes. He was like, if only you as a congregation really knew this scripture and really took it serious, you would never complain. You would never uh, have, you would never have lack of faith. You wouldn't, cause you would just know I can do all things. All yeah. things. Like, I don't know if we really reckon it's, we say the scripture a lot, but yeah. if you really break it down, I can do all things. Really? I, I have nothing to worry about, but even yeah. myself, I struggle with it. So don't get me wrong. Yeah, I still struggle, but I still—that's the one that comes into my head all the time. Like, okay, you can do all things through Christ, and you got to have Christ in there too. So yeah. that's how—that's how the faith comes in. Because in order for me to do this, I don't know how I would do that without any faith. I, I don't because yeah. what would I have faith in? Me? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Couldn't yeah. do it without. Um. Our, my husband and I pastor a church and, um, each oh, wow. year he has, a, um, he, my husband goes before the Lord and asks for a scripture to be kind of like our theme, our guiding scripture for the year. And our scripture for this year is, um, with men, it is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. and it I'm like we're we're just in the middle of February and we're already like I know me personally I have already had to lean on Jesus on that scripture many many times because it's like you know it seems like well I'll say it this way God gives us massive vision 
Uh massive vision. And it is so big, it is impossible for us to do it without him. And I think it's, it's, he designs it that way on purpose because it's all about him getting the glory. And so we have to lean into him because it is, right? In and of ourselves, it is impossible. But with him, everything is possible. There is nothing that is impossible with him. So it doesn't matter what, you know, doesn't matter what you're trying to do in your business, whether it's on a small scale or on a multi-billion dollar scale, you can do it with him. Yeah, I totally, I wholeheartedly agree. And it's so funny that I was watching, I don't know anybody else out there, but I was watching Power, uh, one of the only shows I watch on TV, and they just quoted that scripture. Oh, really? And it's so funny that, yeah, they quoted the scripture. Uh, it was like a politician and he had, you know, fallen apart, the, the whole campaign went down under, and so he was in the church with the pastor, the pastor quoted that scripture, and then lo and behold, things took a turn, and now he was right back inside the church and was on the pulpit, and he was basically running for mayor or governor, so everything did turn around for him, so say all that to say, when you said that, I was like, where did I hear that? This is real fresh in my brain. Oh, saw it last night on power. <laughs> <laughs> So it was a reticular activator, like telling me, yes. okay, I to hear that over it's familiar. and over. Yeah, it's familiar, it's familiar. Um, what advice would you give to someone who is wanting to start their own business? What, what piece, of, piece of advice would you want to give them? I would say start now. <laughs> like now, like not tomorrow morning. I would say start now. Because, and I say this because if you don't start now, you are going to say you're going to start beginning of March. And then when beginning of March comes, it's going to, the weather starts getting better and everything like that. And then you're going to like, okay, for sure in June. And then June is going to come around and you're going to say, oh, it's summertime. I got sports. I got this. And you're going to look up and it's going to be December 31st, 2020. And you will not have started today. So you have got to start today. And I um, only counsel you on this because I did the same thing. I could have started a long time ago, but I didn't. So if someone would have just said, Angie, I'm going to take you by the hand. We're going to sit down tonight and we're just going to map two or three things out. But you're going to map these three things out and you're going to execute tomorrow. That's all you got to do. So I would always counsel people tonight. I know it's late your time, but just come up with something, anything now today start today start now start immediately today don't let your head hit the pillow before doing something today yeah absolutely it, you made me think about that um i think it's a prob uh like a chinese proverb or something it's like when's the best time to plant a tree 20 years ago yeah when's the next best time <laughs> today you know and so um you can't go back but you can begin now and um why procrastinate like enough time has already lapsed enough time has already gone by so just do it now yeah do it now yeah Yeah. we're telling you listen 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 to us audience (laughs) do it now (laughs) that's the best advice you can give anybody because that's the that's the only you could tell them to not procrastinate you could tell them to get a planner you can tell them to um, figure out who your audience is, figure out a great topic. Like you can go all, but if you don't start now, none of that, it doesn't make any sense anyway. It's all for yeah. not, unless you start now today. 
then there's plenty of other things we can help you out with, but you got to get started today, <laughs> like tonight, now. Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah. Um, kind of along the same lines, what resource would, do you um, recommend most often to people? Resource. So I am all about, you know, getting out of your nine five via online courses. I just feel like it is the best thing since sliced bread because you can stay at your job, like I said before, and you can do this on the side. It doesn't take a lot of money. Like as long as you have a smartphone and a, a laptop, a computer, you can get started today. And you just take whatever, whatever you're doing at your job right now. Like if you're in HR, you're good at team building, you're in IT, you're in accounting, like that's your smooth transition into an online course to teach people your genius. If you hate your job, which I know so many people do, then what are you passionate about? What do you yeah. like doing? Are you good with kids? Do you have a you know, mentally disabled child who you've been able to help them flourish? Do you have a great marriage like you guys do? Like, What could you help somebody else do that you're doing right now that you're passionate about? Maybe you even got your kid into Harvard. Like, What were those steps that you took? That to me is the best resource. I love online courses because it allows you just to get on in. And like I said, it doesn't cost a lot of money. You can work from home. You don't need a lot of employees. And there's plenty of resources um, to get yourself going and start making money from it immediately. So that's my, my go-to, my resource, what I help people do every single day is just, hey, here's a way to replace your income by just trading online courses about what you're already doing right now. Yeah. And um, it is a multi-billion dollar industry not million billion y'all with a b multi-billion dollar industry the e-learning online learning space is rapidly expanding traditional education is starting to fall by the wayside especially for um what they consider to be like non-professional um mm -hmm. programs you know when you say professional i'm talking about like lawyers doctors um you know therapists those type things those positions that require a very specific degree everyone else you know it you can learn anywhere you can circumvent shortcut the system by doing some sort of online learning um and not and it costs a fraction of what you would invest in a college degree because you know there's the the overhead just like you were saying like it's a low co low cost low barrier to entry a low cost um platform for you to work on um yeah. so absolutely they need to see more people like you and i there you know in the space they need to see people that look like them have their swag have their you know talk like them look like them hair like them like exactly. it's not a lot of us in the space so we can carve out our six and seven figures out of this, like she said, billion dollar industry. If it's billions of dollars, we definitely should be getting our six and seven figures from it, for sure. Right, we gonna snatch that bag. <laughs> snatched, consider yes. it snatched. Yes. Oh my gosh, I have so been enjoying you tonight. Oh yeah, um, it's been great. Before we close out, one of the things that I like to do is ask my um, guests, to share your favorite quote or motto with, um, or even scripture with my listeners? Uh, so favorite, so, okay, my birthday is March 16th, so it's 316, so I'm always about John 316, which Aww. is, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. So that is my 
that is my go-to because if he's willing to give his son for me, I know he'll do anything for me. And so he will make me a success no matter what. So uh, I'm just built. That's built. That's March 16, 316 goes with me everywhere I go. I am 316. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. Yeah. So I always oh. felt there was something special about me having that date. So I run with it. I run with it. And then the six plus the one is a seven. Seven is completion. Like I get the whole, yeah, I got it. <laughs> Yes. Yes. So. Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, what's your favorite one? Let me hear yours. What, what's my your favorite? Well, so right now, my favorite Bible verse or um, quote, oh, mantra, whatever. So I have been the last probably two years, I have been really holding on to it's an African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. Ooh. And, um, and so that's really what I have been holding on to. And, um, cause I am, my mom taught me to be a strong, independent woman. And, um, sometimes while that is great and it has its place, sometimes I think that that hinders us from asking for help yeah. and recognizing that there, that we can't be successful alone. Um, it right. takes the support of other people, even if they're not supporting you, you know, like helping you build your business they're supporting you. You have to have customers, right? <laughs> you have to have clients. You have, yep. you know, you have to have service providers. So you cannot be successful by yourself. And so that's, you know, so it's my reminder that, you know, um, we, we need one another. And I guess it kind of goes in line with the scripture. And I don't know specifically where it is off the top of my head, but where it says that, um, that we are all members of um or part of the body of christ and members in particular and that we are fitly joined together and so that means each one of us has his or her place in the body and if i'm out of place and trying to isolate then i can't because it says every joint supplieth and so if i'm not in place if i'm not in position then those i'm supposed to be connected to can't be supplied with Right. That with what they need in order to be successful. So I love it. Yep. Uh, this has been so awesome. Tell, tell yeah. my listeners, how can, how can they, they want to get more? How do they connect with you? All right, let's do this. Um, so <laughs> I am at corporate countdown. So I have a Facebook group. I would love you ladies to join because I would love your input. Um, we're all in there. We're rolling up our sleeves. I'm helping people get out of their nine to fives daily. Some women are, you know, still at their nine to five. Other ones are just beginning to think about getting out and other ones are already out. So we run the gamut. So you're welcome. Whatever stage you're in, Corporate Countdown, that's our Facebook. And then if you want to catch me on Instagram, I'm at corporate underscore countdown. So you can find me either way. All right. I will make sure to have links to your Facebook group and your Instagram account in the show notes. Um, okay. Angelique, thank you so much for joining me tonight. It has truly been a pleasure connecting with you and, um, and chatting with you. We have so much in common. So. I know. Like we're kismet. kismet. I know, right? <laughs> Look, that East Coast, West Coast thing, right? Yes, <laughs> you're, the, you're the West Coast me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we got to come oh, together one day. Yeah. We got to come absolutely. together and meet sometime. But no, this has been fabulous. This is so much fun. Uh, I, I love interacting with you. It's been easy. 
The rapid fire was easy. The questions were easy. So uh, really a pleasure interacting with you via online. See, I would never know you if it wasn't for online. That's why we Come all on need now. to get online space, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, Purpose Pursuers, it's been awesome. Um, and you know how I like to close out the show and just reminding you that you got this. And you know what else? God has you. I love you. I appreciate you. And I will see you all next time. Awesome sauce. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would help me get the message of purpose and prosperity out to as many believers as possible. You can do this by sharing the podcast with another purpose pursuer or by leaving me a five-star review on iTunes. Until the next episode, kingdom blessings.